This is Michigan's retirement coach, Mike Douglas. I'm Heather Branch. That's Mike Douglas. We are here to learn more about what we can be working on now to better prepare for our retirement years. Well, you and I are here. Mike is here to, to give us his insight. So as a certified financial planner, that's insight. That's, that's what we'll call, we'll call it. Insight. Yeah. No, you're supposed to know these things. You do know these things. <laughs> yeah. Don't we're mock to, it. We're, we're just here to talk. But that's it. That's, all, having, that's all we're here to do. Chatting. Sharing ideas. Yep. Lifeplanwealth.com. That is where you can go to begin your conversation with Mike and his team. We also have links posted in the show notes or again, find us anytime. Lifeplanwealth.com. So for a lot of men and women, the idea of retirement includes a lot of golfing. There is golf that has not been played enough and they plan to live out those days on the green mm-hmm. a plenty in their retirement years. I think my dream retirement job is to be a golf ranger. Like, I think being a golf ranger is the best. You literally what sit is, in a cart. What's so, a golf ranger? So a golf ranger is the one who's in charge of keeping people moving. Oh, so but he runs around yelling at you, you move ride, on. But, but really, they don't, though. Like, good golf rangers, they just ride around their cart drinking coffee. So they're out there on, like, a Tuesday morning. It's summertime. Yeah. They're just coasting around on a golf cart, riding around, doing their thing. And then if somebody, if they're getting backed up, they'll say, hey, you guys got to pick up your pace. They go, oh, okay, yeah, no big deal. It's a nothing job, but you're out there like just Enjoying on a golf the course, drinking just, your coffee. Just having a time. I'd have like two clubs that I just keep with me in the cart. And every once in a while, if there's an open, I just play the hole. And then I get back in my cart and go. Find some balls that have been off, left yeah. off in the in the woods. I'm, yeah. Got cargo pockets just deep in the woods, stuffing them full. Like That's a, a direct squirrel. memory from my young 20s. All right. So in the golfing world, there is a term. It's called a mulligan. So it's not, I guess it's not for Pro no. games. It's nope. it's an unofficial rule amongst friends yep. that players usually allow for one free shot in every nine holes. I guess if you really just just whiff it or send it right into the water, it's like amongst friends, you get a do-over, you get a mulligan. Yeah. The work that you do in the retirement world, because I mean, the whole conversation about you only want to retire once or you don't get a second chance at retirement. I mean, that's a very real thing for a lot of mm-hmm. people. But when it comes to do-over opportunities in retirement, one thing that comes to mind is the idea about taking Social Security because a lot of people feel that once you've applied for your benefits, you are locked in to that level of benefit for life. Forever. Forever. (laughs) However, with Social Security, for example, there are quote-unquote mulligan opportunities, are there not? Yeah. So when you take your Social Security benefits, you basically have a year. Let's say you get into it. And here's a great example. And it's not always a mistake. Sometimes just a new opportunity arises. Mm-hmm. Let's say you retire out uh, at 62. You say, I'm going to retire, get my Social Security, and just ride off in the sunset and just go live my new life. That's great. And you retire. And three months in, you've got your Social Security for three months. Your old company comes back and says, well, we'll hire you on as a contractor. You don't have to work full time. You can work remote whenever you want to. We just need you as a seasoned 62-year-old veteran to train this 30-year-old. We brought in to replace you because it turns out you know a lot of stuff from the last 30 years that this guy doesn't know yet. And so we want you to come out as a contractor and just kind of mentor this kid, and you're going to help them grow and develop into somebody better. And for that, we'll give you 80% of your pay, 70% of your pay of what you had, just to say, I have to be 1099 and all that. But they offer you that opportunity, and you say, oh, I didn't see that coming. I can snowbird and get paid 70% of my last pay. That's pretty good. So you take that job, but now you've got the social security benefit you filed for that you don't need anymore. Well, you have up to a year to rescind that decision 
and say, I don't want to do that anymore. You have to pay back the benefits you received, but you can start over and you can say, Mulligan, I don't want to do it. I'm taking it back and I'm going to give you your money back. So I got 2,500 bucks for three months. I got to send that $7,500 back to social security administration. And then we go and you but can restart. You have a one shot chance on that, right? That's One time and it has to be within a you year. You get that chance once in your life to once in your life. be able to backpedal from the benefits application. Okay. Yep. And that, But once you pay it back, you reset and you're back to rolling up by 8% per year. The so same it's way as basically, the, it's a full reset. You can you never do that. Like it never happened. Okay. And you can do that with Social Security within okay. one year. Once you hit 366 days, you're in it, baby. Let it go and enjoy it. But But that's what you want to do. That's why when people say, when should I take Social Security? When you're really out. When you're sure you're out. Now, you can't foresee that opportunity coming up. And part of your decision is, all right, is this decision worth? I have to come up. Let's say you're nine months in and you've received three grand a month for nine months. Okay, I have to pay back $27,000. That will factor into your decision of, do I turn it off? Do I just keep it going? If I'm younger than full retirement age, is this going to be an issue? Because there's an income limit to what you can earn while taking Social Security if you're less than full retirement age. So there's a couple of different things that go into the decision whether or not you should turn it off or just keep it going and work. But that's just part of the conversation. But yeah, there is a mulligan opportunity in retirement, not just on the golf course. Other opportunities, I just said it, most people, you never want to have to unretire. You only get one shot at retirement. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the whole point of coming to you, creating these plans so that you can roll through retirement the whole way. But are there other mulligan opportunities or things that when you do have to have a, a do-over in some way, what are those situations? What do those look like? Yeah. So there's things, I think one of the ways to think about it is most things have a bailout provision, most things in life. One of the big ones that people are, and this is, I'm going to kind of pivot the conversation a little bit, but one of the things people are nervous about is their required distributions, required minimum distributions. They kick in at 73 and you have to take out so much per year. And what if you miss one? Because there is a pretty steep penalty. If you miss one, they charge you 50% of whatever was missed. So if you had a $10,000 required distribution, you didn't take any of it, they charge you a $5,000 fee and then still make you take out 10 grand. So that's an issue. But also, if if you miss that, that's one of the concerns. If you had a 10,000 distribution, you took out eight, you were only short $2,000. They charge you a $1,000 fee. If you miss it, the IRS has a form. It's called Form 5329. You complete that form. You show that you actually made an attempt. You made a best interest or you explain why you didn't take it, that it was a one-time error, and that it's a best effort letter. I will make sure I take them out in the future. I just missed this one. I'm sorry. Most of the time, most of the time, it is forgiven by the IRS. They just say, yep, just take it, pay the taxes. They're not out to crush you for that. They just want to settle up, and they want you to not do it again. So you can get away with it once generally. It's not a guarantee that the 5329 goes through, but that's one of the big fears. If I miss my RMDs, what do I do? You fill out this form 5329, you submit it with the best effort letter. And again, have your CPA or financial advisor walk you through that letter because you want to make sure it's worded properly, but it generally works. That's a mulligan that's there that most people don't know about as well. What do I do if it gets missed? We had one issue, remember a couple of years ago, it wasn't the client's fault or the advisor's fault. There was a death claim where someone passed away in the middle of the year. And these insurance companies and lawyers had a dispute over the verbiage and the trust. But technically, as some of this money was being distributed to individuals, they were on the hook. I'm sorry, not just the trust, but trust and beneficiaries. Once someone dies and you inherit money, 
you're on the hook for a required distribution that year. Now, this is back in 2018. So the rules were a little different back then, but still, you're on the hook for a distribution that year. Well, because they didn't even get their distributions until the next year, it took us almost 18 months to resolve this issue. They missed required distributions. And so we had to submit a letter to 13 different beneficiaries, a 5329 form with a letter, an explanation of what's going on, detailed documents, the whole thing. Not one person got in trouble with the IRS. Not one. Because again, wasn't their fault. It wasn't even the advisor's fault. It's just these insurance companies and lawyers just trying to make sure. And again, I don't even fault them. I think it's dumb that it took that long. But their job is to make sure that the person who passed, that their money goes to the right person, right? So they're trying to take care of the person who's passed. I'm trying to take care of the people who are present. And the IRS says, we just got to get paid. So (laughs) the whole thing works out. There are loopholes. There are things that you can, I shouldn't say loopholes. There are provisions to protect you if something goes wrong. And knowing those rules is one of the challenges. So in retirement, because imagine that I had 13 different people reaching out saying, what are we going to do? I have to take money out. And I had to literally go through with each one and say, here's how this works. Here's how we make sure you're taken care of. And those are questions that they're not common. And even trying to Google search it, it doesn't give you quick, easy results. You have to be able to decipher a lot of these things. And it just comes from years of experience of doing it, having had to deal with those issues and getting them resolved for clients. So when we sit down and we have conversations, these are part of the questions we ask. Do you understand how this works? When should you take social security? Well, here's the things you need to know. So um, when people reach out to us, lifeplanwealth.com. There's a button on there that says start your retirement roadmap today. Click on that button. We start these conversations because understanding not just the rules of retirement, but what happens when the rules change or when we accidentally break, not we, but when something happens and where you feel like you broke a rule, right? Like I took social security and now I want out. I can't ever go back. Yes, you can. I missed an RMD because I didn't know I had to take one from an inherited account. What do I do now? It's okay. We can help you get it fixed. But it comes from these conversations. So again, lifeplanwealth.com, click on the Start Your Retirement Roadmap button, and we can help make sure you're taken care of as we go. All right. So Social Security, opportunities there. RMDs, opportunities there. Yep. There really are opportunities in almost every situation. It's just about having the wherewithal, having the understanding. Yeah. Obviously, three big areas that are concerned for a lot of retirees is the idea of income, yep. taxes, mm-hmm. and risk. Yeah. And that's I think the, the risk big three. <laughs> is, right? The risk yeah. is probably another big area. The idea of you think you don't have a do over. If in retirement, you really, something has happened with some sort of investment because you're DIYing your retirement plan and you're all in, you're, you're too heavy in stocks and you think you can't fix it. Mm-hmm. This is another area that can also, I mean, this is stuff that you have seen and have worked to remedy, is it not? Yeah. We had a house in Howell, or before we live where we are, we lived about 30 minutes away. Yeah. And When we bought this house back in 2017, I was so excited to flip it, to do stuff on my own. Because I was like, I'm going to become handy. Like, this is something I need to accomplish as a man. I'm going to become handy because I stink at this stuff. And so I bought a new tool belt. I bought more hammers. I bought a workbench, all these things. And I put in the flooring. hammers. How many hammers do you need? Well, you need, you need a metric and a standard one. That's what my okay. father-in-law tells right. me, right? Because okay. right. that's not even really a thing. And a right-handed and a left-handed is what I've been told also. So I, I, we've got this house and we start, I go through it and I put in new flooring. And I was able to do that because it wasn't difficult. I just put in this Pergo laminate flooring through the whole house. No big deal. And then I'm really good at taking down walls. And when I took out a wall in between our kitchen and our dining room, I take the wall out and I 
put the flooring down and it's so great. And then I go to finish the drywall between the two, but it turns out in the kitchen, they had a different thickness of drywall than in the dining room. And it was only about a eighth inch, maybe half quarter inch difference, but I couldn't get them to sync up. And I worked on that thing for a week. This one little patch, it was like four inches wide, top to bottom for a week. I would sand it, smooth it, try to make it disappear. Couldn't do it. Couldn't I have heard it. that when it comes to DIY renovations, that it's it's the it's the drywall, aka sheetrock, that will that will ruin you. That's like the oh, hardest yeah. part. And then I start putting. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let that go. I'll get that later. And I start putting on baseboard trim. It could not be an easier job. You just put on baseboard trim. It's straight. And then when you get to a corner, you 45 degree it. I mean, from a math standpoint, I completely understand how it works. I've watched so many YouTubes, and I go to do it, and I can't get it to just jive just right. I can't <laughs> figure it out. Finally, after months of frustration. We just, I'm just like, I'm just not going to do these things. And so we lived in that house for five years with no trim on the baseboard in this janky wall. Right. And I just couldn't figure it out. And there's multiple things. I'm just giving you two of the list of issues Kimberly had. We also had the fact that I didn't know how to do stairs with wood flooring. So we had unfinished stairs, right? Just, I couldn't figure it out, but I was too proud to give it away. We decided to sell our house. And I go to my brother-in-law, who's a builder. And my, well, first I bring my realtor and he's like, hey, listen, you have to have trim. You You've have to have flooring yeah. on the stairs. You have to have these things. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't have, we don't want to wait around here another six, eight months. I call my brother-in-law, who's a builder. And I swallow my pride. And I say, hey, Steven, come over, take a look at this stuff. He comes and walks the house. And we make a list of about 60 things. Nothing's huge, but it could be like, hey, this needs touch up. You know, the kids drew on the wall. We need to repaint that room or whatever. 60 things. He got it done in two weeks. I know. Everything on the list. Now, I took the two weeks off to help him. because I was yeah. like, we're trying to sell the house, so I took the time off. We got 60 things done in two weeks. Wow. That wall that I spent a week on, he fixed it in four hours. You get to certain things. Rough work is easy. Finish work's tough. Construction guys, general contractors, they don't make their money by knocking down walls. They make their money repairing and building walls. And I think that there's a lot of things in life with risk. When we go to figure out how do I finish this race? How do I live out the last part? Everybody knows how to grow a portfolio. You buy stocks that are good and they run up. And then it comes time to live on the money. And when you're living on the money, you say, this is, this is different. I don't need all the returns of the market, but I can't take a 30% loss. I can't take a COVID crash. I can't take a 2008. I can't take a 2022. I can't take these anymore, but I don't know how to build a portfolio or when to get out and when to get back in. All these things, it's just different. We're talking about now the finished work of finance to go through and say, yeah, you can just buy blue chip growth and it's going to make money years, most years. But when it's bad, it's real bad. And you just don't want those real bad moments anymore because you're retired. So there's a risk shift, a paradigm shift from accumulation to preservation. And when you do that, it's a different model. And that's when you bring in a finished finance guy, a finished investor, because anybody can tear down the walls. Anybody can throw more money into the project. But do you have someone who has the fine skills to really get you moved out or get your house the way it is? Yeah. So then fast forward, we buy our new house and we go through and there's not a lot that has to be done, but we wanted a new kitchen and a couple of things in there. And Kimberly had a very honest conversation with me. She goes, Mike, you're not doing any of this work. We're hiring out the whole job. So she goes, I don't care how you figure it out, how we finance it. I don't care. You're not doing anything. Pay someone else, do it all. 
within three months of us moving in, everything was completely done. And now we actually get to live in the house the way we want it. Rather than the last two houses, they looked great the time we sold them. That's the difference. When we hired a professional this third time around, and I swallowed my pride and said, hey, it's not about me. It's about us, we, what we want to do. So we did that. And now we're sitting at this beautiful countertop with beautiful backsplash and all these things that I had no clue how to do. And more importantly, you're not wasting your weekends worrying about these projects, killing yourself, trying to get it right. And it's still not right, no matter how much time you put into it. And the guilt of having it linger over you. Like there's a weight of having things that linger on you that you say, ah, it's an uncompleted task. But more importantly, it's like, I'm not, I'm not succeeding. And so there's a failure element in that too. That trim to me was a failure. And I'm like, how could someone who runs a company, organization, all these things, I can figure out so many things. I have an MBA in finance. I have all these things. I can't figure out the 45 degree corner of finished trim. And it drove me crazy. And it was, and there was a guilt that was my, it added to my pride, which pushed me further away from reaching out to my brother-in-law, who's a licensed general contractor and brilliant at the work. At the end, when it took us two weeks to do it all, Kimberly says the thing I wish she had never said, but it's the obvious. Imagine if we had called him four years ago. Like, man, today, Mike wishes I had four years ago, Mike had called him future. You is counting on today you to do certain things. It's a great phrase. It's a great quote that I believe in that I heard recently in the future. You is counting on today you to make some decisions and whether it's in your health, your relationships, your finances, future you is counting on today you to do something about it. And so whether it's going to lifeplanwealth.com, click on the button that says start your retirement roadmap and have the conversation with the Finnish finance guy or get out and get walking or eat something better or quit drinking things you shouldn't drink, whatever it is, start making decisions that move you in the right direction today. And don't be construction, Mike. Don't be 2017, Mike. Understand that there's some things that are worth having conversations over. Free yourself from the guilt. Don't buy more hammers. Rid You don't need a left (laughs) hand and a righty. Rid yourself of the burden, that weight that you carry around. Yeah. That's what Mike is is here to help you do with your own financial and retirement plan. Again, lifeplanwealth.com. We have links posted in the show notes. You can just click there as well. Find us anytime. Lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas, NP. Number 9650939.